Hi, I'm Dr. Amy Robbins, and welcome to Life, Death, and the Space Between podcast. I'm a clinical psychologist and medium, and here we explore life, death, consciousness, and what it all means. Today's episode is a Q&A, so I take your questions that you write into me either at ldsbquestions at gmail.com or if you want to DM me those questions, you can DM me them on Instagram at Dr. Amy Robbins. So those questions I take and answer. So that will be questions for today's show. Usually this podcast is short, less than 10 minutes, just for me to answer some of your questions and to give you my perspective on these issues. And again, this is my perspective on it based on the learning and the studying and the talking to people that I've done. It's by no means the rule, it is a guide. And I think for me, the most important thing that I wanna be imparting on people is that you cultivate your own understanding of all of this based on your experiences. And so what I hope that this podcast does is open you up to being curious, to being thoughtful, to being just honestly open to possibilities. So that is that is sort of my main goal. A couple of other things I do want to let you know about. I am moving towards what I'm super excited about will be likely a membership group for my listeners or frankly for anybody that will not only go deeper on these concepts, but offer sort of deeper guides to help you live a more conscious life to connect to your inner knowing, to connect to your intuition. You know, I'm sort of calling it knowingness, you know, just that sense of like, you know, you're on the right path, you know, you're headed in the right direction. I'm really excited about the content I'm putting together. Not exactly sure when this will happen, but if you are subscribed to my newsletter, you will get information on it as well. So please head over, subscribe to my newsletter. If you don't know what happens in the newsletter, typically I do offer what I call my what I call soul wisdom. So I do sit in meditation and just do some automatic writing. And then whatever comes out typically on one specific topic, it's been looking very interesting because it's usually a word and then an expanded like little essay, very short essay on the meaning of that, which feels often like it is not it is from something greater than me. It is definitely not from my head. So if you could, if you're interested, you can subscribe to that. And with that, I will uh, launch into today's questions. A few things to talk about before we get started with today's episode. If you have not subscribed to my newsletter yet, I have some exciting things coming out in the next weeks, months, unclear how long it's going to take me to get it together, but there will be some stuff coming out and I don't want you to miss it. So head on over to dramyrobbins.com and subscribe to my newsletter. And I also wanted to tell everybody about an amazing opportunity with IANS. IANS is the International Association for Near-Death Studies, and their 2020 conference is online. This year's theme is Unlocking the Healing Wisdom of NDEs, and the program is packed to the brim with fantastic speakers 
and experts to guide newcomers and seasoned experiencers alike through the mysterious worlds of near-death experiences, spirits, and the afterlife. This conference, again, is online via Zoom, August 14th to 16th, and you can visit ians.org for more info. That is I-A-N-D-S.org. And many of the speakers who have been on this show in the past are also members of IANS. It's an amazing organization that really promotes the work, so much of the work that I'm doing on this show in terms of bringing to light many people's spiritual experiences and spiritually transformative experiences. So head on over and check that out. And now to today's show. So the first question, and I know some of you asked questions a long time ago, and so this is going to be like you've been waiting for a long time for these. And if you asked a question and you haven't heard an answer yet, it's coming. So I have all your questions saved. So this question is from a podcast listener, Dara. And Dara uh, reached out to me and she said, I would love to hear your suggestions on how to cultivate cultivate connection with loved ones who have crossed over. Meditation seems to be the way, but I would really appreciate guidance on what to do or expect when connecting. Also, any thoughts on grief getting in the way of this process? So my thoughts on grief are this. You have to grieve. If you lost someone you love, there is no amount of mediums you will visit. There is no amount of connecting that you will do that will will satisfy the part of you that needs to grieve the loss. And when I say grieve the loss, I mean it is not a beginning point and an end point. It is a forever grieving process. So I think we often think that grief is you start, you know, Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, who's famous for her five stages of of grief, that that model was really for people who were dying, not people who were grieving. And so when we think about grief, we really need to think about it as an ongoing process. And you cannot bypass the process. You know, when we talk about spiritual bypassing, one of the things that that, and this is spiritual bypassing has been, I'm hearing about it more and more and more now, which is interesting to me because it really comes out of, as my understanding, really the psychological literature. But I could be wrong on that. So if I am, someone let me know. But I mean, I remember reading about this in grad school and this notion that you cannot get around your feelings. You have to move through them. And so grief is that same way. So you have to be able, you have to grieve the loss of the people you love. I I wish I could make it go away. I can't. When people come to me and they say, how long is it going to take? My answer is usually you're not going to like my answer because I can't, you will never not feel that whole or that part of you that's missing. So that being said, what does that mean in terms of connecting? So I think that when we are trying to connect with our loved ones, one of the things that we want to do is to raise our vibrational energy. We It takes a lot of energy for our loved ones to connect to us. So, so sort of it takes a lot for them to come down. It takes a lot for us to go up. And when you're in grief, really acute grief, or I don't know if, yeah, acute grief, really sort of the initial grief of the shock and which can last if it's unprocessed for years. And I say this all the time to people, like I 
see people who have not grieved and they come to me years later and they're still at the beginning stages because they tried to pretend or maybe repress or whatever it is that they were not experiencing that loss. So you do have to move through the process. And when you can move through the process and you can move through some of those heavy, what we call maybe lower vibrational energies, that will allow you and free you up to connect because you are moving through, letting go, processing, working through, allowing those waves of energy and feelings to move through you. And this way you can raise your vibration in order to connect. And so obviously there are a lot of ways to raise our vibrations. Meditation is certainly one. Moving your body is another. Dancing, being in nature. I I love to dance. So I think dancing is a good way to move your body, to feel free. And I think that sometimes you can you can certainly connect purposefully or try to connect purposefully, but I think you also have to be willing to be open to what comes or doesn't come. Another good way to connect is psychometry, which I haven't talked about much on the program, but psychometry is the energy that objects hold and how we can we can hold objects. Oftentimes, this is actually an exercise that's usually done in the beginning of trainings for people when they're trying to learn how to connect to the other side is you bring in an object and you hold that object and you just close your eyes and you sit there and you let whatever comes to you about what the energy that object holds and and you let that come in and you just speak it. So, and obviously... Everything holds energy. Jewelry is usually good. That's usually a piece that people encourage you to bring in. But I think that the way to really connect is to raise your vibration and get rid of the gunk, both psychologically and physically, that you're holding on to. So everything, meditation, being in nature, dancing, those are all tools to get you there. But you you have to do the work. And no one ever likes when I say that because the work takes time and the work of knowing yourself takes time, but it is worth it and it is worth it in terms of connecting. The work work of grieving is worth it. All of that is going to move you to a place where you can not only connect to loved ones who have passed, spirit guides if you believe that, angels, and also your own higher self. So all of those things are super important to do and And Dara, I hope that that answers your question. So I have one other question for today that I wanted to, I didn't anticipate talking that long about that question. Donna reached out and Donna is another podcast listener. And her question was, I'm curious about incarnation. I hope you are able to understand my question. It's hard to put in writing. I will use my mother as an example. So she passed away, left her body, and her soul is in heaven. If she were to incarnate, does that mean she would be born into a different body? I understand how her soul, I don't understand how her soul can be in a different body because it would not be her. Do our souls come back as different people? I hope this makes sense. So I think it makes sense, and hopefully I'm answering it. Don, if I'm not, let me know. But my understanding, and again, my understanding, so we don't know for sure that this is what happens, but I have read and learned that a soul does not, that a soul can actually incarnate and be a soul 
at the same and be a soul on the other side simultaneously. So I'm not exactly sure how that works. I'm looking for someone who can maybe come on the podcast and talk to us about it. But if she were to incarnate, would she be born into a different body? So yes, a soul is reborn into a different body. And the way that I understand sort of personality and soul is the soul, the personality is the expression of the soul. And if they're in alignment, the soul is much more easily able to express the essence of who it is through the personality. When I think we grow up and we have experiences and we start to defend against parts of our soul, parts of our soul that might be seeking unconditional love, parts of our soul that are, are feeling you know, unworthy, that maybe start to feel greedy or jealous, that you lose the essence of the soul through some of these personality features. And we have to remember that our souls come to live and work through certain lessons or experiences on earth. So it does come back in a different body. But if you've ever had the experience where you feel like you know someone, often we refer to people as our soul, members of our soul tribe, our soul sisters, it almost feels like we know them. We, we There's a part of us that feels like we recognize them. And that's the essence of the soul is what lives forever. And the personality that takes the form is what helps us in kind of human form express those soul qualities. So I'm hoping that this made sense. Some of this gets a little esoteric and I can get a little heady sometimes too. And I believe that in one of my early, early podcasts with Ariana Garrett, very early on, so you're going to have to go pretty far back for this one, like podcast in the tens time. She and I discussed this and I think she does a beautiful job of explaining how the soul and the personality differ and how they're similar and what the soul does as an express, how the personality is the expression of the soul. So if anybody else has more questions, my email, lifeldsbquestions at gmail.com. You can also email me at dramyrobbins at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram at dramyrobbins. I I love hearing from my listeners talk about feeding your soul. You guys feed my soul in that way. So please reach out. Please let me know what you're curious about. Please let me know what you want to learn. And let me know what you'd love to see in the membership. I want this to be co-collaborative space where I'm creating content that feels meaningful and feels like something that you all want and need. So I have my ideas, but I am open to hearing what you what you all want. Hope everybody had a wonderful weekend and here's to a new week. Like what you heard today and want to hear more? Wondering what comes next and what it all means? Head over to Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or anywhere you get your podcasts and hit subscribe. Also, if you could take a minute to rate and review my podcast, I would really appreciate it. Stay tuned as we continue to explore life, death, and the space between. <laughs>